When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, what is the food that every time you walk through the kitchen, you just grab it to snack on? You cannot help yourself. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And this is all, this all came to be uh, because yesterday we were having a conversation about non breakfast foods that people eat for breakfast. Yep. And I was talking about how my husband literally, every time he walks through the kitchen, gets a spoonful of, of peanut butter. Yeah, and so we thought we would ask, you know, what is that food for you? Every single yeah, time ev- you walk through the kitchen, you grab it. Everybody has that behavior, I feel like, because that's a common behavior in our home, and it's usually, you know, one of a handful of things. <laughs> no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, I kind of feel like a lot of people have that experience. Like oh, I'm just be bopping through the kitchen. Let me grab some. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is that food for you? And Holly, just jump right on in when we get some calls. Okay. Um, what is it for you, Bradley? Uh, for me, typically, it is one of three things. Mm. A piece of string cheese, mm. some deli meat, or a handful of almonds. Look at you, Mr. Healthy Pants. It's not healthy. I mean, it it's just something to stick in the, you know. The old pie hole? The old pie hole. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is I. it kind of depends for me. It depends on what we have in the house, right? Like, if we've yeah. just bought chocolate chips... To make chocolate chip Ooh, cookies. I don't yum. put a lot of chocolate chips in chocolate chip cookies. I know it's weird. But I don't, like, I don't measure. And I usually, like, I want some left in the bag so that we can just munch on those. Yeah. So if those, if we have those, that would be something that I would, like, grab two or three. Because I would be like, oh, it's just two or three. It doesn't count. But when you eat two or three all day. Yeah. It becomes oh, more than two or three. Yeah, when you get a handful of something and then you're like, oh, five handfuls later. Right. Mm. Yeah. My other version is, and this is an all, all-time all uh, snack at our house, my kids, and I don't know if my kids are normal or not, don't answer that, but like goldfish have always been on the menu at my house. The goldfish, mm-hmm. Pepperidge Farm, goldfish crackers. Yeah. And classic. They are classic. And I'm telling you, they are just the perfect little munch-a-crunch in the middle of the day. And so, like, sometimes, you know, a kid might abandon a bowl of those at the kitchen counter and, oh, look at that. And I just grab two or three and, again, two or three every time you run through the kitchen turns into a lot. Yeah. Like, you but might as well have just poured yourself a yeah. bowl. Mm-hmm. Cassie right? has a snack. She's on the line. Hi, Cassie. Cassie, what is the thing you always grab when you run through the kitchen? Hi, Cassie. Hey, it's granola bars. Right? Just like a little Any bit of munch of crunch. Yeah. Um, peanut butter or and or chocolate. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because we always have a nice... Peanut butter granola bars are the best. 
We always have a nice stock of protein bars in the cupboard, and it's always a good. Yeah, I mean, you know, they try to pretend yeah. they're healthy, but I, I, I have my work healthy. stash and my home stash. See, you're all set then. Thanks. And maybe one in the car. <laughs> you know, thanks, Cassie. Um, yeah, you're right, Bradley. It's those things that, like, in moderation, are healthy that are the things that trick you. Like, yeah, why like, can't I just grab like a handful of grapes? Or a couple strawberries or some blueberries when I run through the yeah, kitchen. Because usually or like when broccoli. you're. <laughs> yeah, I want to meet the person who's like, I just uh, swipe a handful of broccoli. Mm, I don't want to be friends Gwyneth, with that person. Her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. Exactly. My point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why? But I want to be that person. Not really. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't no, sound like don't. a fun person. You but... absolutely don't. It's. It's, um, I think you have to have something salty, right? Because isn't it usually, or a sweet, like you either are craving just a little sweet treat or you need a little salt. You know what I mean? Yeah, or some crunch. Yeah. Like my husband regards crunch as a food group. Oh, okay. Like he'll say. Tell me more. So like when he packs the kids lunches to go somewhere or if like we're, he's making dinner or whatever, he'll be like, oh, what's going to, what are we going to have for crunch? I never under like I never had thought about that until I was married to him and he's always looking for the crunch and he's not wrong. Right? Like well, yeah, who wants to I, eat? as long as the crunch is like chips and crackers and things and not like carrot sticks. Oh no, broccoli. it's never trust me, it's never carrot sticks or broccoli. I mean looking for the crunch. Now that's a metaphor for life. Yeah, man. I'm just looking for the crunch. Just looking for the crunch. But he does this thing where he'll be like, Well, where are we gonna get the crunch? And he's not wrong. Like I said, you don't who wants to eat a whole meal full of all the same texture? Yeah. Yeah, you I mean, want a variety of textures. Yeah, I want a variety of textures. So he's always looking for the crunch, man. We've got some folks on the phone. Let's talk they to them. They want to share how they're looking for the crunch. Yes. Who do we have? Let's go to James. Hi, James. James, what's your walk through the kitchen and just grab it and snack on it food? Caramel, or some people may say caramel. I call it caramel. Like the kind you I... chew on? Yes. Mm. I like, like the way I used to have a five-pound bag. I think it's about a pound now. <laughs> oh, gosh. A five-pound bag of caramel sounds dangerous. It can be. And what kind is it that you like? Oh, no, it's just, just the regular caramel. Just I the mean, regular. it doesn't matter what brand. Just, you just need that caramel flavor. My Thanks, mom James. Used to be, Thanks, James. My mom used to be a caramel freak. And she's changed her ways. <laughs> yeah, she's moved on. She's no longer so. Her thing was like, you know, those little square. <laughs> that just sounded weird for some yeah. reason. I'm she's sorry. a caramel freak oh my gosh. in the streets. <laughs> in the sheets, okay. we don't know. Okay, Bradley. It's his. It's Bradley's mother. Okay. <laughs> um, but she used to love those little squares. No, you know, the little wrapped in like cellophane. Yeah. Yes. Those are the best. Mm. Uh, who do we have next, Halls? We have Christine. Hi, Christine. Christine, what's that food that you grab every time you walk through the kitchen? Um, I make a little snack mix. It's those little sesame, um, those little sesame sticks, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then almonds and almonds and dried cranberries, and I mix it together. And I can't walk through the kitchen without taking a little handful. Oh, that does <laughs> sound kind of good. I love those See, sesame sticks. Really I could just. Good. I could eat those alone. See, she found her crunch. Thanks, Christine. 
Yeah, she always has her crunch. Yeah, you always have the crunch. Search for the crunch, man. Yeah, we have another person on the line. Okay, let's talk to that other person. Let's go to Trish. Hi, Trish. Trish, what's the food that you always grab when you go through the kitchen? Well, this is Trish, Chocolate Pocket. Remember me from a few months ago? Okay, I carry the fresh. chocolate chips everywhere yes. with me. Yes, 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 oh, yes. yes. Of course, yes. I remember that. That's still my go-to. I still, um, I'm probably on bag infinity of chocolate chips. So I just, you know, I'm walking by, just grab a handful. I love it. Stick it in my pocket. I so nothing's you. changed. I am so with you. Thanks, Trish, for your call. I'm um, still concerned about her pockets. I though. am too. That's the part that I have a hard time with because those are warm. But maybe she likes them a little gooey. The only thing I ever put in my pocket like that would be dog treats. Mm-hmm. Not for me, mm-hmm. for the dog. Thanks. And I will tell you um, that I'll forget occasionally. And so then they'll like dehydrate. Oh. I'd be also, afraid like, that that would happen with your... Except they wouldn't dehydrate. I feel like they'd get all warm and melty. And melty. Also, I don't know how you have a pocket without lint. True. Right? Like, I have, I don't put anything really in my pockets, but they're linty. No one has yeah. repped a good old-fashioned chunk of cheese. Oh, Bradley did with string cheese, but yeah, you just like you just like to grab like what a side of cheddar. Yeah, just a literal chunk of cheese. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys something that I bet that my husband would be embarrassed if I shared this on the radio, but I don't care. Oh, great! When He's he was listening. living in a dorm in New York City by himself, uh, he had like his own little dorm fridge, and that summer that he lived there, his favorite thing to share is that he would just like buy a block of cheese and he didn't ever cut the, he didn't ever cut the cheese oh that's a, i'm sure he kind of did if he was eating a block of cheese <laughs> he would just every it. once in a while during the day he'd be like i feel like some cheese and he would just open up his fridge like open the baggie gnaw off a little bit of the cheese and put it like back. the half wheel of colby that he himself. bought at the grocery store yeah because he was yeah. living all by himself and he just was like well it's only my cheese. Is it Working sad on his night cheese? That I work on my own night cheese and I live with someone and I'm also not living you don't, out of a dorm fridge. You don't and you don't cut the cheese. So you just you just, just hack off a piece with your teeth or what? Well, I'll use my fingers. Okay. Yeah. But Working no need on night cheese. cheese. No no uh cutlery required. I kind of I mean I just love that. Like cheese. It's also a uh, Phil like Collins album. No cutlery required. And Night Cheese actually is on that album. It's yes. true. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, I support this behavior. I do think that everybody should just have their own block of cheese to do with what you wish. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, we got to talk about Kim and Kanye. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, we got to talk about Kimye. It's so obvious. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. It's so obvious. So obvious. Yeah. So uh, Kim and Kanye, they're on this like relationship saving vacation. Uh, And uh, we're supposed to not know anything about it. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. You know, Elizabeth brought this up during the Dirt Alert yesterday, originally, right? That they were on this, like, I'm going to save my marriage trip. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really get a chance as a family to discuss the story in detail. We are having a lot of family discussions today. <sighs> yes, and much needed as they are, agreed. right? So, so I thought, um, what did you say? I said agreed. Oh, agreed. Um, I thought you said greed. I was like, well, I think greed is probably a part of this <laughs> equation, but part of the story. we'll figure out. 
exactly where. Um, however, what I did want to cite is, um, so then I, I was like, we should talk about this in more detail. So then I go to the story and I start reading about Kim and Kanye. And I just want to read you a couple words. Okay. Okay. Kim and, um, so it's just how they're going to, oh no, this is the other one. Okay. So here we go. Um, so it was about Kim and Kanye. They wanted to um, hole up in an island fortress to avoid paparazzi because things are kind of going south right now. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West wanted an appropriate setting to try and save their marriage. And we've learned they've jumped on that private jet with their kids, flew to a tropical island outside the country to take a trip that's very different from every other. So then um, I thought to myself, self? Mm-hmm. There's there's one thing that sticks out for that in me. And I don't know what that means. And I figured we could talk about it. As a family. As a family. They flew to a tropical island outside the country. Mm-hmm. Aren't we not doing international travel? Mm-hmm. Like, are countries not letting people fly internationally right now? Oh. But like, the Kanye Wests can. Yeah, like, and it's not huge. Like, I'm sure somebody's like, well, maybe there are like residents of some tropical island because they own a property there. Yeah. But like, I know um, from several discussions that I've had with friends that people who've tried to see what vacation options are available right now have determined that you really can't, unless I'm, you know, completely misinformed. It doesn't seem like there are very many tropical uh, international destinations that are available to most Americans at this point. And I just thought, that's strange. So I don't know if that means I just don't understand something or if there's a hole in that story or they're just trying to throw us off the scent of where they really are. I don't know what it says, but that was the first thing in that story that made me go, um, wait a minute, are we doing that right now? Can you just fly away? Yeah, that is interesting. I am curious about that. I would like to know more about what tropical island outside the country they are at. Right. When we're not. And of course, you know, uh, we know that they took a private jet like that's not even a, like we're not wondering about that. We The pictures we saw were of a private jet. Yeah. But then that makes me wonder. Private jets can get out. I mean. And then the second part of that is something that you pointed out and I'm sure pointed out or stuck out to a lot of people. So here's my big question. I'm reading uh, TMZ as well. And this is the headline I read. Kim and Kanye, politics is off limits. They've got bigger fish to fry. Okay. How do they know that? How would, and I'm not, and I know the answer, right? The answer is because TMZ is in the pocket of the Kardashians. Yeah. But, so I know the answer, but like what I'm saying is, hi, people of the world who are reading those headlines. How on earth that this is how why you have to read them with that critical eye because how else would TMZ be able to say with great certainty such that they would print it in a headline these topics are off limits on their tropical island getaway you don't know that unless you're inside unless you're yeah, exactly. in the pocket of somebody and this is not an outlet that is going to be paying some low-level Kardashian staff member mm-hmm. to spill the beans because we're past those days. That's like maybe 10, 20 years ago behavior where you could probably, TMZ could pay somebody that works at like, and maybe they still do this on some level, like a records 
um, you know, archive or something for some sort of legal paperwork to confirm some story, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to being inside of one of the most powerful celebrity couples, also a celebrity couple, one of whom was actually um, robbed at gunpoint, um, who has now instituted lots of levels of security to protect her and her family's privacy. Right. I don't believe that they got some tipster. Yeah. So that just further indicates that this is coming from inside the house. And whether it's the story you pointed, pointed out, pointed out, um, pointed out, or the one that I brought to you, both of them say things like, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ the family is being, in this one story anyway, is staying in what is described as a fortress. Okay, so they want us to know mm -hmm. that they are having the super secret trip that no one can know about. Mm -hmm. But again, to your point, just do the math. We all know about it. Yeah. So it's not super secret. So it's so a storyline. Or publicity. It's a storyline, and they're trying to tell us. And honestly, I mean, I'm going to go back to the very first thing Elizabeth Reese said when when this story started rolling out, which was that this is all about Kim looking like she did every possible thing to try to save this marriage. At the point that it looks like she's just walking away and washing her hands of it, that yep. that leaves a stain on her. But she's going through all of the public motions to make it look like she put everything she possibly could into this. Um, so and she actually, doesn't look like know, a D-bag. Here's the other thing. I don't know that it's necessarily Kim. I mean, I could see a situation where these stories are coming from Chris. Because Chris is far more concerned with the bottom line, the brand of the family, right. Kim Kardashian perhaps, than Kim even is. So I wouldn't put it past Chris being the mole. She's diabolical. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Dumb things we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. Hi. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. <laughs> Where are we going first? Oh, that's such a good question. First, we shall go to Pennsylvania. Um, I believe we're going to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Mm, I like tuna. Uh, it loves you, too. Um, here's what That's happened. It. A lady, an Altoona lady, was hanging in her house on Saturday, and there was somebody there that did not belong there. She, When she arrived home, she heard a voice coming from her spare bedroom. Oh, God, no. And she was, like, scared, right? 
So she did what you do and she went to check it out. I don't know that I would do that. I think I might just like tiptoe back and call the 911s. Yep. Anyway, she, um, but she went, she went toward the noise and she found a stranger sitting in the middle of her guest bedroom drinking a Powerade from her refrigerator and holding her fedora hat. And uh turned out the guy was 27-year-old Adam Zurch, and he was, mm, let's just say he was intoxicated. And uh, she knew this because she went to push him out of the house, and she fell, and he fell over. Um, she did get him out of the house somehow, but before he left for good, he had one request for her. Do you want to know what it was? Yep. Oh, we lost oh, Brad. We, we lost Brad. Brad's he, gone. All right. That's okay. Uh, his request. Oh, oh there hi, you are. Hi. His request <laughs> was that he wanted to keep the fedora. Oh, my God. That's what I said. Is it? No. Yeah, you didn't hear me, though. I didn't no. hear you. Yeah, he was like, but can I keep the fedora? She was like, no, you can't keep the fedora. He was arrested for felony burglary and trespassing and she was arrested for wearing a fedora (laughs) i was gonna say i don't usually think of women wearing a fedora i don't know why i mean it's a fedora the explorer it's a thing yeah (laughs) anyway no there i don't have a picture of him nor do i have a picture of the fedora nor do i have a picture of the powerade he stole from her refrigerator oh that's rude i mean i'm sure she needed it those electrolytes are important very important Mm -hmm. well he needed them i mean let's be real well Clearly. Yeah. What do you got, trainer? Um, I would like to go to New York. New York City? No, I don't know if it's oh, New York City. It's fine. actually um, Queens. Well, yeah, so that's New York. Um, Queens. Uh, wherein I want to tell you about an 84-year-old man who was injured in an attempted robbery. Ooh. So that's just like sad news. That's yeah. not like crazy stupid idiot. Attempted robbery. An 84-year-old guy was injured during an attempted robbery. He was attacked. His name is... Oliver um, Nelajan, and he was attacked uh, over on Queens Boulevard. Boulevard? Excuse me. Hi. I think the fumes in the closet are getting Mm, me. Bradley Trainer is, by the way, broadcasting from a closet in his home. That's true. First time in how many many years years that I've been in a closet. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so he was attacked. He had apparently left a deli at the corner of 60th Street and Queens Boulevard when he spotted a man following him. Ooh, that's scary, right? You're like, Mm -hmm. I see that guy following me. Why is he following me? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, the guy was on his way to, by the way, the old guy, 84 years old. He's on his way to Mass. Oh. He had gotten himself a cup of coffee. All of a sudden, when the guy goes to take a sip of his coffee, the guy following him jumps him. Oh, no. That's a horrible story, right? It is a terrible story. Um, I bet he also he, got burned. Yeah, you're holding hot coffee. Well, actually, that's where the criminal becomes the crazy, stupid. Idiot. Oh, because Mr. Nelijan uh, decided to take that cup of coffee <gasps> and throw it at the criminal. Oh, this is genius! Well done. Like, 
maybe don't attack a guy with a cup of hot coffee yeah. because the guy, even though he's 84 years old, had the sense in his head mm-hmm. to turn around and throw the hot cup of coffee at the idiot who was trying to, you know, rough him up. So, obviously, after so obvious. he got him, uh, he grabbed, um, he also grabbed the mask off the face of the guy so he could see his face. That was smart. But he, and the guy I didn't like get this guy. Yeah. I like he this was guy. a World War II veteran, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it wasn't his first rodeo. He knew, he, no. he's got some mm-hmm. smarts. Good Smart job. Guy. Good job, Oliver. I like that name, too. Um, all right. For our final Crazy Stupid Idiot, we are going to England. We're going to England and we're going to meet 26-year-old Albert Nudrow. And he had a romantic plan. He was going to propose to his lady friend. He was like, I'm in love. This is our moment. I'm going to propose to my lady. Her name is, um, hold on. Her name is Valeria. Or Valeria. In any case. I hope it's Valeria, not <laughs> Valeria. I don't know. Both of them sound case. difficult. Anyway, he was like, I'm going to propose to her. So he's like, I want to make this big. I want to make this memorable. And did he ever? Oh, good. What did he do? Did he get her like a big gift or something? His plan included 60 balloons and 100 candles all around her li- their living room. Oh, I love their balloons. Apartments. Candles I love too. I mean, that's a lot of candles though. It's a lot of candles, Bradley. Yeah. I mean, was she a hundred? How old was she? Well, it wasn't. Like a it didn't have to do with her age. It had to do with the ambiance. Okay. However, so these were big candles. When he went to get Valeria or Valeria to to bring her in for the proposal, um, okay. the apartment was on fire. What? Because oh, you he mean had a hundred candles and sixty balloons. I would have been afraid that the balloons would have like exploded from the candles. Also, well, I mean, imagine how hot the room got with all those candles. Yeah. Well, now, clearly hot enough to start the apartment on fire. Right. Okay. Now, I just at the very, very bottom of that segment put up a. I want you to look and see what, how that all turned out for them, for, for the two of them. Oh, my God. What? He still proposed in their charred apartment. Oh, my God. They took photos of the charred apartment. This guy is a total boob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who's the boob? The guy who did it or got his or the woman who was convinced to go back to the scene of the crime. Right. And hundreds. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. When I said 100, it wasn't necessarily 100. It was hundreds of tea light candles. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, God. Uh-uh. No, that gives me nightmares. No. Uh, no. Three crews were mobilized to this flat fire, this fire in this apartment uh, in Sheffield. Uh, and they were able Not to. Like flat, like a right. pancake. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you. Um, yeah, there was also a nice bottle of wine in there. The wine apparently survived the experience. The rest of the apartment did not. God, that's insanity. I leave the room. If if I left a room that had one tea light, I would have to put the tea light out before I left the room. I do not like leaving candles unattended Mm-mm. in a room. I don't even like lighting candles, period, because I'm so paranoid that I'm going to forget. And then, well. Okay, I need you to do me another well. favor. I need you to scroll down to the bottom of that article and you can actually see what he was trying to do. Because he took a picture of it before it burned down okay um can we point out the obvious he has tea lights he on the carpet tea lights on, on the, the carpet, carpet. 
right up next also right up next to the yeah to the bureau or whatever dresser experience that is yeah not the smartest it's no wonder and then there's big long curtains that touch the floor this is just in other news britney spears was safe (laughs) her gym totally safe oh you guys just be real careful candles just be careful with them yeah that's the end you know what also can i like it's 2020 you know you can get battery operated tea lights like at ikea for next to nothing they're much easier to to operate, maneuver, and yeah. um, do stuff with. And they, and they don't still flicker. set fires. They flicker. Yeah. You put them in a nice little votive, mm-hmm. and uh, and nobody's you can even the get wiser. Full ass candles. It's true. We have some yeah. of those. They have remote controls. He could have gotten a bunch of smart candles, walked into the room, and like pressed a button and and have never like a had a fire. Show. Yeah. Not the brightest bulb on the branch. I think they're going to have a candle-free wedding. One One would hope. Would you like a candlelight dinner? No! No! Ah! When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, at 2.45 every day, we play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Live! We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.